Hi friends, it's Pastor Drew Wilkerson from Bridgewater Church. Hey, thanks for stopping by this podcast. It's our prayer that as you listen, God will speak to your heart and you will feel inspired and you'll learn new things that will help you in your daily walk with God and just in life in general. So again, thanks for stopping by and thanks for listening. Happy Mother's Day. Because what an incredible time we have every year to celebrate the moms and the women that make our lives so special. I'm so glad that you're tuning in today, and I have this great opportunity today to celebrate all the women, all the girls in our lives. And as I was thinking about how special this female gender is to all of us, I came across some statistics that I thought would be fun. Now, I have a disclaimer. These statistics are not about all women at all times. So just filter these and let's have a little fun, shall we? So did you know that 50.8% of the world's population is female? In the U.S., there are more than 166 million women. Guys, if you're looking for a girlfriend or a best friend or a wife, you shouldn't really have any problems. 69 million women are employed in the U.S., and more than 11 million firms are owned by women. I thought that was a pretty incredible statistic. Now, ladies, don't get mad at me. Here it comes. Women speak about 20,000 words a day. Men speak 7,000 words per day on average. And ladies, the reason that you do that is to make up for all the guys who should be sharing more often. A woman will cry an average of six times per month or 72 times per year. Guys, be prepared. Ladies, you'll spend one year of your lives deciding what to wear. And no, I don't have any ideas how long guys will spend in front of the mirror either. But I'm sure it's comparable. (laughs) Now, here's something that doesn't probably compare. The average woman owns 19 pair of shoes. I think you're all going to go home and start counting, and then I can see the emails I'm going to get. 17% of women stopped wearing makeup due to the pandemic. But in the U.S., women will spend an average of $3,756 annually on cosmetics. Sadly, only 4% of women describe themselves as beautiful. And we're going to try to take care of some of that today. In the U.S., The average age of first-time moms is 26, but most young women throughout the world are waiting to become moms in their 30s and even into their 40s. One out of every 25 U.S. families with kids have adopted a child, and on any given day in the U.S., there are 428,000 children in foster care. How about this? The most children born to one woman is 69 kids. I wish I could be a fly on the wall listening to you right now. Records show that she had 16 pairs of twins, 7 sets of triplets, and 4 sets of quadruplets. I think we ought to just stop 
And I think we ought to just say, women, ladies, girls, thank you for changing our lives for the better. We do love you. Now, today what I'm going to do, and I'm going to have to really move through this, I'm going to do something I don't normally do. I'm going to try to tackle 22 verses. Okay? Now, here's what I love about it. Proverbs 31, 10 through 31, is about the nobility of all women. And specifically, this is an acrostic poem in which the first letter of each verse begins with a successive letter of the Hebrew alphabet. I'm no Hebrew scholar, and I'm not going to try to unpack it that way, but what I decided to do, because I do love an acrostic, I have developed the acrostic for the word woman, and there are five defining roles that can be fulfilled in a woman's life. Now, not every woman is going to fulfill every role, and that's completely fine with God and with all of us. But, ladies, I want to talk to you about these five roles that are given to you and you alone by God. So, let's start with Proverbs 31, 10 through 12. A wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Here's the first role. A woman is a remarkable wife. Now, let's stop before I ever get into trouble. Not every woman will be called to marry. Not every woman will be called to remarry. But this doesn't diminish, in the eyes of God, the importance of every woman nor does it water down how important a woman is as a wife to her husband. The, when I look at this passage, I have to tell you that one word sets the tone for all the verses we're going to read, and it's the word noble. The word noble means having high moral qualities, to be excellent and grand. The writer asks the rhetorical question, and it can be difficult to answer, a wife of noble character who can find. But I think Jennifer Smith has helped us by giving us this purpose of marriage. From her female perspective, she writes, the purpose of marriage is to know your husband fully, to love him unconditionally, to respect him always, to forgive him often, to embrace him closely. This is the gift of marriage. And I was thinking about this and I realized that the writer gives two incredible insights, or let's call them uh, gifts, that God gives to every woman of noble character who becomes a wife. The first is simply this. I call it the gift of enhancement. There have been many times I've realized I married up. My wife Kay is a beautiful woman. She's incredible. And wives, let me just say this to you because your husband may not say it enough, but it's true. A godly, noble woman enhances her husband's life in every way. You add value. You make us better. You help us achieve our goals. In fact, I don't really like the phrase behind every man is a, 
a successful, beautiful woman. I don't like that. I think behind every successful man is a family and a woman who is literally encouraging him to be the best that he can be. And that leads to this second gift that a godly wife brings to marriage. The, the writer tells us that God's peace comes in the midst of the storm. A godly woman brings a peace into her husband's life that only she can add when he's going through difficult times. I can remember, I was years and years ago, I came home from an elder meeting at church, and it was difficult. As much as I love working with Christian leaders, that meeting that night was very difficult. And I walked into the house, and this is what Kay said to me. She said, I don't know what happened, but I've been praying for you all evening. And I could sense the power of that prayer. Why? Because a woman is a remarkable wife when she's a godly woman, when she is a wife of noble character. Women who have a deep relationship with God are a vital treasure. They will either bless the right husband someday or they are blessing a husband today. Now, let's go to the next role. The next role, ladies, is and, I, and I'm, I'm going to break this out differently. Can I do that? Uh, I want to actually show you how invaluable you are. In fact, we just read that you're greater than rubies or gems. The actual idea of the word value is related to the spoils of war. You are greater than any any spoils or gems or rubies your value is so amazing and that's why the writer just lays out for us this next role so beautifully a woman is a skilled organizer now let's tackle verses 13 through 20 and let's do it in a way that updates what the writer in proverbs is saying Verse 13, she selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. The way that I see it, she's a personal shopper and skilled laborer. Verse 14, she is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. Today, she's a gourmet cook and expert jungle gems purchase agent. What about verse 15? She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. I think if the writer was penning this today, he would say, she's a late night shopper, the on-call doctor, gourmet chef. She is a woman's woman. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. Today, ladies... You are a family entrepreneur, and you are the land developer for your home. Verse 17, the writer tells us, a noble woman sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. Today, you are a domestic engineer. You're a bodybuilder. That's what happens when you lift all those children. And you are a personal trainer. Verse 18, she sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. 
Today, women are the commodities broker. You are the all-night security guard. Verse 19, in her hand she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. It's translated best today, you are an artisan and you know the intricacies of Hobby Lobby. And then what about verse 20? She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. A godly noble woman, she is a social worker, a spiritual counselor, and a listening ear. The second role of a godly woman is the role of the skilled organizer. You're not selfish or lazy. You're not worried about what you don't have. You are only concerned that everyone has what they need. You truly are a woman who loves your husband, your family, and all those around her. You make the most of every opportunity. As a godly, skilled organizer, you realize that all that you do has an impact. And ladies, I want to stop here. Sometimes I know, as women, you feel undervalued. But please realize this, whether anyone is telling you this or not, as a skilled organizer, you bring change and growth. You nurture all of us that have the privilege of saying that you are a part of who we are. You see, that's why I love this second role. You are a woman, a leader, a wife, and the next role that is outlined for us becomes unforgettable because of you. Let's look at Proverbs 31, verses 21 through 28. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed, and she is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes a seat among the elders. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Here's the third role that the writer defines for us. A woman is a discerning mom. Now, before I tackle this third role, I need to boldly state a truth that means so much to me. God cares about every woman. Can I say it again because we love you so much? God cares about every woman. If you're a woman who is not married, if you're a mom with children at home or children who are all grown, if you're a single mother, if you're a mom who could never hold your babies in your arms, if you're a grandmother, aunt, foster care giver, or stand-in mom for someone in need, you are all vital to the people who know you and love you. And that's why moms come in all Shapes, sizes, colors, roles, you are incredible. I love what Teddy Roosevelt said. 
He said, it is the mother and the mother only who is a better citizen than the soldier who fights for his country. The successful mother, the mother who does her part in rearing and training a right boys and girls, who are to be the men and women of the next generation, is of greater use to the community and occupies, if she would just realize it, a more honorable as well as more important position than any man. The mother is a successful statesman or businessman or artist or scientist. A woman is a discerning mom. Now, moms, I've got to say this to you. Regardless of your age or your position, you have an intuition. My mother always seemed to have a third eye. It was in the back of her head most days. But you have this ability to discern and understand what your family needs, your friends need. You are incredible. And can I just break out what the writer says simply for you? I think you're the cheerleader. You are a discerning mom who adds value in every way. The writer tells us that you add value just like at the city gate. You, you bring respect to your husband and to your children. Never underestimate that you are the cheer, cheerleader that everyone needs. And even though at times you feel like you're always the one giving, let me say this to you. What you say in your words matters more than you can imagine or dream. And that's why you're also the caregiver. Throughout this block of scripture that we just read, you have this uncanny ability to discern when we need care and how we need it. In fact, I was reading this and I thought, as the writer was putting words to, to paper, uh, I thought of this phrase, ladies, moms, your home is a place of chaotic beauty most days. And... Everybody loves clean sheets on the bed. You see, whether it is simply getting all the wash done or whether it is knowing when to wrap your husband and your children at any age in your arms, you have the discernment of a caregiver. But you also have the discernment of a comfort giver. Did you realize that? The psalmist helps us understand that you are the one that sets the tone of the home. I love it that the, the, the writer in Proverbs uh, tells us that your tongue is restrained. You know what words to use. And you are also fun and there is nothing like laughter in your home. Can I, can I just stop and say this? I am surrounded by women in my life, and I am the better for it. There are incredible women that I work with. When I think about Kay and Liz and Rhonda, I, I just am blessed by them. And then when I think about the women in my life at home, there is Melissa and there is Mary, there is Samantha, and now Emma, who is four, and Lucy, who is two. And, and here's the thing. Can I just say this? You understand how to lighten our load with laughter. I love the laughter of the women that I am close to in my life. 
They all have a different laugh. They all do it at different times and in different ways. Some are jokes. Some are witty. Some just know when to laugh at the most inappropriate time. And it makes the rest of us enjoy life all the more. You see, ladies, you have a discernment because you bring comfort with just your presence and the other thing I don't want you to miss is that our writer in Proverbs tells us that you have the discernment as a mom who is the cornerstone of all things. And that's why he writes, you are a blessing. In fact, he says it this way, the, the people in your life will rise up and call you blessed. Do you realize that is really what the angel said of Mary? when she found out that she was pregnant with Jesus, because the word blessed means highly favored. You see, your third role, mom, you are discerning. And we need you to understand. We need to say it loudly and proudly today. We can't navigate life without the women who are discerning moms. And that leads to this fourth incredible role, Proverbs 31, 29 through 30 says, Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Here's your fourth role. A woman is an unforgettable aroma. Now, I know you've stopped and you go, Pastor, I was tracking it till now. How, I, remember, it's an acrostic. I'm on the A. I had to be creative, but I loved how it all came out. Here's why. Did you know this? Pleasant odors improve female physical attractiveness. I know you're thinking, Pastor, you're not making it any better yet. I get it, but listen. In a study, smelling rose oil made participants perceive older female faces as younger and younger female faces as even younger than they were. I can see it now. You're going to run out and buy rose oil. No, that's not even the point. The way that the, the, the writer shares this, the best way I know how to translate it, is in a story about my youngest daughter, Mary. Kay took a group of teenagers on a missions trip to Australia. Mary was too young, of course, and somebody stayed home with Mares, and it was her dad. Now, Kay was gone for two weeks. Can you imagine? I had total care of, I believe she was eight at the time. And I can remember one night walking into her room, and Mary had Kay's pajamas in bed with her. And then she said, Daddy, will you spray Mom's perfume on, on my bed and I said sweetie I'll be glad to but why why do you need that she said dad I sleep better when I can remember how mama smells ladies can I just stop and be completely serious for a moment we love it when you put on your perfume or cologne and I, I know this is true for me because when Kay doesn't I, I intentionally buy her incredibly expensive perfume. And really, selfishly, it's for me. Because I can smell that all throughout the house. 
but I need you to really understand something. The outward beauty that you have can't even compare to the inward beauty and the aroma of God that you bring to everyone who loves you. There is a spiritual beauty, there is a spiritual aroma about you that impacts the lives of every person. And just like, just like Mary needed to remember the smell of her mom, I want you to know that you have this beautiful, pleasing aroma. And in a world where the artificial, superficial, supermodel, Botox babe seems to rule, it would appear that a godly woman is out of date and out of touch. But it's a lie. Outward beauty will fade, but when God adds to the loveliness of a noble woman, she has a natural beauty and an unforgettable aroma of grace. You are more special than you could imagine. Which leads to the fifth rule. Proverbs 31, 31. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Here's the fifth rule. We've gotten to the end. A woman is a noble soul. When you're a godly woman committed first and foremost to God and you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, then you deserve the reward of your family. Whether you're married, whether you're single, whether you're the grandma or the aunt, or even if you're the two-year-old girl who doesn't quite know what it means yet to be a girl. You deserve the praise. You deserve the reward for being created for who God intended for you to be. I know it's been a rough year. Right, right, ladies? You have had to learn how to work from home, work at home. You've learned how to be a teacher, virtual learning. You have been the chief cook and bottle washer. You've been the person to give love and grace, and you've kept the people in your life on track during an unexpected pandemic. And that's why a woman is a noble soul who is committed and created by God. You should be honored with praise. In fact, actually the writer tells us at the hub of the city where all business is openly conducted, such a noble and godly woman will be praised by her husband and family, but others are watching you too. They know that there is nothing that can compare to a noble woman.
And I wanna, I wanna say this before I pray for you. Please stop being concerned if you're beautiful enough, if you're tall enough, if you're short enough, if you're thin enough. Stop worrying about all the things that our social media world tells you that you have to be. And please be who God created you to be. The beautiful, incredible woman that he designed before the beginning of time. We are so blessed to have you in our lives. And this morning, to conclude on this Mother's Day, a celebration of all women, I want to ask you to do something right there at home. Will you stand up? Will you just stand wherever you are? And if there's any men or boys in the room, would you just lay your hands gently on those incredible women that God has placed in your life? And can we pray a prayer of anointing and God's blessing? Let's pray. Father, thank you for the women in our lives. Whether they're little girls, whether they're teenage girls, moms or grandmas, aunts, women who have stepped in to bless the people that are, are so important to them. God, let your anointing fall on these women. Bless them, God. And may they realize today that whether they're fulfilling one role or all five roles, each role is significant and important. And God, whether they are fulfilling the roles now or you're preparing these women to fulfill some of these roles, may every woman realize there is nothing more beautiful than the woman of noble and godly character. And we pray your blessings on each and every one. Amen. I love you so much. Happy Mom's Day. Ladies, thank you for all that you do. We love you so much. And I hope that you are able to rest. And I also hope somebody's taking care of you today because you deserve it. I love you and I'll see you soon.